0: Listen, baby, the following episode contains violence, strong language, and references to drugs and alcohol. So if you ain't down for that, maybe this episode ain't for you, Jack Daddy. Previously,
1: a mask's a mayhem. And when you enter into Lewis's office in the back, you see him with a familiar face.
2: Hey, friends. <gasps> ah! No! <laughs> Yes!
3: Uh, Laserhawk, this is, uh, Hyperact.
2: So, I went undercover and I joined this group called the Aces Clash Club, which is kind of like a fight club for powered people. (laughs) Making my way to the top, I've been trying to find out who's running this thing. I don't know anything except that they're called management.
1: Let's kick his ass. Agreed. We discovered that management does report to somebody, though we haven't been able to figure out who quite yet.
4: Let's kick his ass.
1: That is why we're bringing you in. With how dangerous things are getting, we do want to extract hyperact, but we also want to do our best to bring this to a close.
2: We actually don't tell each other our real names outside of the Aces Clash Club scene. Over there, I'm known as Nightlight.
5: I'm Current.
3: You can call me Strobe Light.
5: Midnight
0: Neon is willing to fight. Whoever you put in front of Midnight Neon.
1: It shows someone on the screen, kind of a rather nondescript looking buff guy with like a shaved head and camo pants. This gentleman known as Copycat can duplicate himself. Uh, one is kind of a gentleman who seems to have like long dagger fingers. Uh, this one is named Claw. Brings up a guy who's kind of like very kind of oily looking, long strangly hair. This one goes by the creative moniker, Sticky Steve.
4: Sticky Steve! He's my new favorite character.
1: We have reason to believe that these two have been recruited into the most recent bout. All of you would recognize one of them. It is Vapor Kappa. And the other one, only Dan would recognize as Yartrav, original leader of the Atlantean Insurrection. But I just wanted to give you a chance to introduce you to our Final recruit, I think, for tonight, unless anything changes for tomorrow. What's this bullshit going to be?
3: I know, I'm so scared.
1: That is when Copycat walks in, unblindfolds the person who at least three of you recognize as Hornet, Pam. The management comes out as the aquarium sinks back down and goes, Alrighty, folks, we have one last big event lined up for you, but first, a quick intermission. What big event? (laughs) He kind of meets back with all of y'all. Hey guys, everyone is doing fantastic tonight. If everybody's up for it, I want us to finish up with one last big brawl with everybody. It's the battle royale to end it all, baby. And as they're getting ready, Laserhawk, you feel your phone buzz. And I think everyone else, maybe you're kind of looking out at the arena. You're looking up and I'd say Yardak and Visual Aid, you know, you look up into the VIP booth and you see someone that you sort of recognize. You're just not a hundred percent sure from where
0: well why does my text say
1: and your text says i don't know for sure but i just got a notification from a contact it's sorry it's mosey my boy brock i just got a notification from one of my contacts I, this feels like it can't be a coincidence l has left the underground
0: excuse me <laughs>
1: Are back at the top of the initiative. Hyperact, what are you looking to do?
2: So Copycat is injured. What's he doing? Because I want to go after him the most.
1: Gotcha. So Copycat split in two, and he is uh got a bit of singe marks on him from when he got hit by your lightning earlier.
2: So there's only two copies? At the moment, yes. And he's injured, so he's not at full power.
1: And then you've got Sticky Steve who's kind of been throwing out some stickiness. Uh, you've got Hornet, who's been kind of doing some fighting. Yardak, Vapor Kappa, Yartrav, Vigilate. It's a big old fight. Just a big old brawl in the arena.
2: Where are they proximity-wise to me?
1: When you started this, you were all kind of in a circle around a square ring. Copycat is essentially, like, the one who's directly across from you in this ring.
2: Okay. Basically, I'm trying to figure out if I could do, like, a burst- And hit more than one person, or if it'd be better for me to just go straight to copycat.
1: So, I mean, yes, you always have the option because of your lightning throw that you can hit more than one person, just with the understanding that each roll you make will have a negative, and that'll be determined by however many people you try to hit.
5: Or you pick up one of them and spin really, really fast and throw them and make them a bullet.
4: Let's just keep the Looney Tunes logic going.
1: So what are you trying to do?
2: I want to do a multi-attack on Copycat because, like, if he gets if he heals up, he's going to be the hardest to take out.
1: Sure. Are you trying to do both copies or just...
2: Both copies.
1: All right. So then if there's two copies, you're going to roll two attacks, each with a negative two.
2: Ooh, okay. Two attacks. So, okay. So that's a 14. Let's do lightning throw, which to hit says 12. So 12 plus 12 will be 24 for that first one. And then... Ooh, good. 16 here, so minus 2 is 14. Plus 12 is 26.
1: So 24 and 26? Yes. So both of those are going to hit. What is the DC on your character sheet for that?
2: DC on that is
1: 23.
2: 23. Tell me I took him out. Tell me I took him out. Tell
4: me she took him out. Tell me she took him out.
3: One second, I gotta do math.
4: Damn it. Our one weakness...
3: The worst part of this game.
1: <laughs> so you kind of spin around, you throw these two forces of lightning out at them. You hit the one who seems to kind of tuck and roll like against the wall with it. And he looks like pissed, but he doesn't appear to be like out. And then the other one, meanwhile, takes it like right in the chest. And you just see these arcs of electricity like fly all over him. And he kind of like grabs at his chest and it's like all black and singed. And he and he looks like he wavers a little bit. But he stays standing. Okay. Little bitch. (laughs) All right. So that's your that's your attack. Are you doing any kind of movement or are you doing anything else with your turn?
2: I think I would want to move a little bit closer to the one who didn't really get hurt.
1: Imagine this ring is about a 30 by 30 square. So right now, those two copycats are about 30 feet away from you. Obviously, with your speed, you can cross that distance without issue. But yeah, how close are you trying to get?
2: Basically, I want to set myself up for my next hit to be closer to the copycat that is not phased because I just need to keep him from replicating. Let's say I move next to him.
1: So yeah, so you just run straight on up to him. You know, to everyone else, it's the blink of an eye. Right. With that, it is Laserhawk. Laserhawk, you just saw two bolts of lightning fly, hit copycat, and immediately, like, from your perspective, simultaneously almost, suddenly uh hyperact is over there.
4: So, seeing that, I feel like Hyperact has this dude handled. I have shown an impressive amount of self-restraint up until right now. I'm gonna rearrange Vapor Kappa's goddamn face. Okay. I would like to sock him as hard as I can in the jaw with a taser fist. Ooh, make him look like a Picasso. Murder my fiancé, will you? Oh no no, fuckwad.
1: Yeah, roll that attack.
4: Before I start doing math, I have favored enemy Midnight Gang. Does that give me any form of bonus? You gain
1: a plus two circumstance bonus on deception, intimidation, insight, and perception checks. So it's not on attacks.
4: Keeping in mind that that does not affect combat... We still Gucci because that's a 25. Fuck you, Vapor Kappa.
1: Oh yeah, you hit the shit out of him using Taser Fist, right? Yeah. What is the DC on that?
4: I think that's a 24. Give me two seconds to double check. 25, happy I checked.
1: Describe to me what it looks like when you clear the distance between you and Vapor Kappa.
4: I try to be much less obvious about the uh, bombastic laserness of what I do, because I don't want to blow my cover, I don't want him to recognize me, but I use um, Pulsar Pogo to kind of like quickly jump toward him, and just pop him in the jaw as hard as I can. And I do say something. Jack Daddy, here comes the lightning!
1: Your fist collides with his mask, shattering the glass on it, to which you can actually, like, see his eyes now. And he kind of, like, spun with the punch, like, trying to dodge away from it, but it just, he still took the full brunt of it. Um, and he looks, like, pretty messed up. He looks like he was not expecting that hit to be as hard as it was.
4: a yes, baby, you ain't gotta worry about nothing else but the Midnight Neon. Because you know me, I always worry about the midnights.
1: <laughs> I know a thing or two about Midnight.
4: Oh, I know you do, Jack Daddy, and that's why we here, we gonna get the toughlin tonight.
1: Alright, are you doing anything else for your turn?
4: I, am in my head, am saying, I wonder how close I can get to beating him to death before he actually dies, because I want to get there. Well, I want everyone else to remember that right now. <laughs> Look, I might be deep undercover, but this is still one of the people that killed my fiance.
1: It's true. I forget, do you have a complication for them?
4: Motivation, justice, enemy, midnight gang, secret identity, Brock Balea. So you do. Yeah, and that's why I'm beating the shit out of them now. I've been a good soldier, now it's time for me to have fun.
1: It's Copycat's turn, and realizing what you've just done, Hyperact, or Nightlight as they know you. Yes. The injured one that you're closest to reaches out and attempts to grab you.
2: (gasps) What
1: is your parry plus ten?
2: My parry plus 10 is 25.
1: So the one reaches out, uh, the one that you're like right in front of and misses. Meanwhile, the other one runs up to you and does get a hold of you. So now you're going to both make uh, contested strength checks.
2: Okay. I rolled an 18 and my strength is 2, so 20 total.
1: He grabs your arm by like the wrist and you immediately... In a feat of strength and speed, spin your arm around to a point where he couldn't maintain a grip on it.
2: Yes, that's exactly what I pictured. Go me.
1: Uh, So they are both, like, right on you now. That is their turn. Actually, the one who is injured does, like, take a step back at you to kind of keep out of arm's reach from you.
2: Okay.
4: Because she's not lightning quick and can close the distance before you can even go, what? (laughs)
1: Listen... Either way, he doesn't want to be within arm's distance. Why make it easier?
4: No, look, don't get me wrong. i do the exact same thing that he would. I'm just pointing out the futility of our action.
1: All right. Meanwhile, it's Sticky Steve's turn. Sticky Steve looks around, sees your fight with Kappa, uh, Laserhawk. Sticky
4: Steve better betray me.
1: You are fighting Sticky Steve! First off, you're fighting Sticky Steve. Second off, you are more Sticky Steve's friend than Sticky Steve is your friend. He thinks you're fucking weird. <laughs> Sticky Steve jumps onto the ropes like they bend down with his weight, and he uses them to launch off, and he goes to tackle you.
4: <laughs> Captain, is saying no show, no mercy!
1: Uh, what is your parry plus ten?
4: Parry plus ten is a sixteen, baby boy.
1: Sixteen. That is gonna hit. Um, so you're gonna want to roll a toughness check, and he was doing a slam attack, so so does he.
4: 27. Get fucked, Sticky Steve.
1: Alright, so, he tackles into you, and momentarily, like, uh, pulls you away from, from Vapor Kappa, but he doesn't actually hurt you at all. If anything, he kind of bounces off of you, and he doesn't appear to be injured either, but it left him prone on the ground.
4: Sticky Steve, hang on, baby, now I need you to rethink this. If we work together, we can get to the very top. We can become a tag team act. We can take the world by phone, Jack Dede. Come on now, what you saying?
1: Alright, it is Hornet's turn now. Pam also sees what's going down with y'all. And basically replicates the same move, except instead of hitting you, she's going for Sticky Steve.
4: Maybe we can become a trio's act, Jack Dede.
1: Unfortunately, he kind of rolls out of the way and she just kinda of hits the ground.
4: See, this is why I want to recruit Sticky Steams. The three of us together, we almost make a whole competent human being, Jack
1: It is Yardak's turn.
4: So, what I want to do, I'm hoping, because
5: I don't know if this is exactly how it's worked, but I'm hoping the rule of cool applies here. So, what I want to do is I want to throw up my force field around myself into, like, a sphere and kind of harden it, and then throw myself against the ropes and springboard off and then fuck up Yard
4: Look, that sounds like a power stunt if I ever heard
1: one. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what power stunts are meant to do. So like your existing powers aren't made to do that, but I'll definitely let you power stunt to do that. Fuck yeah. We'll call it the sea C- we'll call it the sea monkey ball.
4: The sea monkey
3: ball. Write that down, write that down. Also, while we're talking about power stunts, I don't have any
1: hero points left, right? Uh correct. Uh the only person that has a hero point left is Sama. Oh. What are your ranks uh for your force field?
5: I have 24 points, but I have protection 8.
1: Yeah, so you bounce off this, and it's an area attack, so it's definitely going to be able to hit him. Well, let me roll. So, yeah, he's definitely getting the full front of it, and... Yeah. All right, he gets hurt pretty badly. Good. The ball rolls, and he kind of gets caught in it, like Katamari Damacy style.
5: (laughs) Just, like, see his leg sticking out of the top of the ball.
1: He gets caught between the cage that's around the ring and the ball itself. And when you hit that edge wall, that bursts the bubble essentially, and the water goes everywhere, and you just kind of land hero style. Ooh. And he looks pretty bloodied.
4: I'll take it. Dan Land's already dabbing. <laughs>
1: All right. Are you doing. So that's basically your move and your attack. Are you doing anything else for this turn, though?
5: No, yeah, that's it.
1: Okay, so that is a power stunt, though. And since you don't have a hero point, it is going to fatigue you. Worth it. It is Vapor Kappa's turn. Me trying to remember how many goddamn people are in this fight. <laughs> so what do I get to uh, There are currently, because of Copycat, there was 11, now we're down to 10.
2: More people should go after Copycat. Here's the issue
4: with that. Vapor Kappa.
1: Yeah, I know. Brandon has a score to settle. and
3: None of Ruby's archenemies are here. So <laughs> uh,
1: so it is Vapor Kappa's turn with the chaos of both Sticky Steve and Pam kind of tackling in, uh, he decides to go to smoke, and he immediately appears with his blade to Yardax's neck.
5: Excuse me, fucking
4: yeah. like mind shot liver.
1: I'll give you one chance to stand down. Can't kill us here. We're just fighting, dude. I don't have to kill you to make it hurt.
3: Jesus Christ! Ruby says Jesus Christ out loud, but she does make a note to like add that into like a script. <laughs>
1: Well, then, if that's the case, uh, he is going to attack you. Uh, What is your parry plus 10? 18. 18, that hits. You're going to want to make a toughness check, then.
5: Nine. Oh, my God, math is so fucking hard. 16.
3: (laughs) I know, right?
1: So I think you go to move out of the way, but he does end up slicing along your shoulder. Oh, okay. So you're going to take a negative one to future toughness checks, along with your fatigue. And then it is Yartrav's turn. Uh, You see him kind of wave his hands around, and he successfully pulls the water out of the the oil that Sticky Steve had essentially covered it in. Like, he separates the two. You know, seeing Vapor Kappa go for you, he goes to attack Vapor Kappa. Yeah. Hey! Uh, He goes to attack Vapor Kappa, and he hits, and... Ooh, shit.
2: Vapor Kappa dies.
1: Vapor Kappa does not die. Vapor Kappa, however... (laughs) Gets a shitload of water, enough to like push him to the other side of the ring.
2: Vapor Kappa drowns.
1: Vapor Kappa looks real bloodied up now.
2: Neat.
1: <laughs> and so now it's Visual Aid's turn.
3: Fucking finally. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and you see Claw limping away out of the ring.
3: I, this is me genuinely trying to remember do I have my sword out or my dagger out?
1: Uh, sword. Sword, okay. That's how that's how you defeated Claw. You basically came into, like, sword fight with Claw's claw.
3: Is there any, any version of Copycat near me?
1: I mean, yeah, technically. You're in between the group of both Copycats and Hyperact, and the other group, which would be Yardak and yardtrav You're in that corner.
2: Okay. And there's only two Copycats now, right? Correct. And one of them's injured. But
3: the injured one is not so injured that he can't fight, right? Like, he's still a viable... Pretty banged
1: up, but he is not, like, down and out.
3: I'm going to try to go after my sword to the injured copycat.
1: All right. So, yeah. So you run up to this injured copycat and swing your blade roll for attack.
3: Blades.
1: I wonder how many murders copycat has staged.
3: 18. That could be the answer to that and also what I what my roll was.
1: 18. That hits. Uh, what is the DC on that?
3: 19.
1: You catch him right along, like kind of flay off a little bit of his uh, arm. Damn. Just, like, a little bit. Like, he looks pissed and injured, but he's, again, still does not look out. Damn it. Grabbing at the wound, putting pressure on it.
3: I have, like, moved to, like, where I could move away, right, So
1: Yeah, you could you could move again, because you have move by action.
3: I'm going to take a couple sets back, so I'm not in grabbing distance of the copycats.
1: And we are back at the top of the round with Hyperact. I want everyone to make a perception check, though.
2: Ooh, 20. I'm perceiving. Perception. Ooh, I have twenty-nine.
1: Twenty-four.
2: Unnatural twenty.
4: Same.
1: There's definitely some, like, some heated discussion going on up in the manager's booth area, where all the VIPs are.
2: Oh, right, someone's there. The Rat Princess.
4: Not L. one of the representatives of the Rat Princess.
1: Uh, Hyperact, it is your turn.
2: Um, so I'm looking at my my powers, and I have run on water... And so I'm wondering if I could team up. Team attack, team attack, team attack,
1: team attack. All right, well, in order to do that, you would need to delay your space in the initiative down to where Yardak's at.
2: I think it's worth it.
5: That's, yeah, I want to do that.
2: Since I can run on, run up walls and run on water, I'm thinking that, it, and the cage is like fully enclosed, right?
1: It's it's vertical, yeah, It's all, it's completely caged in.
2: I'm picturing running up the walls and maybe using Water from Yardak as, like, an assist to get, like, high up to where, like, the booth is.
3: Would there be any way the rest of us could, like, team up to be part of this team attack to help with that part? How about,
5: um, you can pick who we want to attack, that's fine. And then, like, I throw water out, and I use, like, all the water I can muster, especially the shit that Yardrav has been spewing all over the place. And- like throw it out and then kind of like kind of spiral around somebody and then like you run down and as you run through the spiral you're like bam 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 bam
2: and maybe i could put my hero point in here too
5: to make it electric
2: (gasps) i don't know because i'm also thinking about how we want we want this to be like a big theatrical thing for
1: i'm just yeah i'm just trying to figure out like if your goal if your goal is to get over to the vip booth you're gonna have to bust out of this uh this cage like it's gonna be that's gonna be a whole thing
2: no, I I think I want to finish the fight. If I can use like Yardex water to assist and like try to knock as many people out in one go, that would be like ideal.
1: In order to make that work, because you cannot say it out loud, I want you to roll a sleight of hand check and Yardex to roll insight to see if uh, he gets what you're trying to have him do.
2: Sleight of hand is three. Thirteen total.
5: Oh, twenty-four.
1: I'll I'll say that works. So yeah, Yardak yes. would would be able to follow along with what you're trying to do. So you're gonna delay your point in the initiative until Yardak goes then. Yes. And to be clear, that's gonna be like that going forward. So you'll be that'll be your position in the initiative for the future rounds. Okay. Alright, so that's what you're preparing to do, and we'll get to you in a little bit then. Laserhawk, you are now top of the round initiative.
4: It took a while, but we got there, baby. <laughs> Uh, Brock's legitimately kind of pissed that Vapor and tried to duck him. So he's gonna let the facade slip just for a moment to second verse, same as the first, bound over, sock him in the head, and scream, I said you're funding me! <laughs> That's a nice
1: one. Alright, yeah, that definitely hits. What is the, uh, the DC again?
4: 25.
1: You bound over, screaming this aloud, and for just a moment, there is a look, because you've broken his mask and you can see his face, there's a look of recognition on Vapor Kappa's face as he catches a fistful of laser, punching him and dragging him headfirst down into the ground where he bounces off in just a shower of, of neon colors.
4: Boom! I imagine I hold my fist there, pinning his head to the ground for a moment. I would like to lean in and whisper, While you're sleeping, say hi to Anthony for me. Alright, let's go to the rest of these Jack, Dead and Midnight and Neon. We're gonna win the belt tonight!
1: <sighs> Alright, and with that, Vapor Kappa is out of the fight.
3: <gasps> yes!
4: Get fucked.
3: Thank God, since he recognized you. <laughs> oh don't worry I was
4: gonna wait until I knew he was going to sleep before I broke cafe brother brother
1: alright uh, that's the end of your turn then it is now copycat's turn uh the main copycat goes to try
3: is the main copycat the injured one
1: no oh damn it uh so the main copycat kind of runs forward leaving behind another copy of himself behind him son of a
2: bitch exactly
4: look in my defense, it's a complication of mine that I've ignored up until this point. To help,
3: that's that's fair. You do you you do genuinely have a complica- complication, Jesus Christ.
4: Now that I have sufficiently mopped the floor with Tatsumoto Takahashi's face, oh yeah, I'm gonna sock this guy in the wiener.
1: And then the injured copycat goes to grab you again. Hyperact.
2: Okay, am I parry plus ten? You need. Yeah. 25.
1: Yeah, he super failed. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty messed up, so that would make sense. The other one, though, does run up and try to grab you as well.
2: Again? Come on, dude.
1: Damn, Nat won. He also didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so yeah, all of them have failed to get a hold of you. Sticky Steve, who is prone, is up next. Sticky Steve gets himself up. Seeing what you just did to Vapor Kappa, Laserhawk, decides to run up on visual aid. I
5: feel like Sticky Steve is going to, like, surprise us all and end up being, like, this big, bad mamma jamma and just fuck us all up.
1: Sticky Steve gets up. All right, this dice is going away. That's the second nat one in a row.
2: (laughs) No, no, keep it. No, no, keep it. We like that dice.
1: He goes to try to uh, elbow drop on Hornet and misses. It's Hornet's turn, who in turn charges up her stinger goes to wallop on Sticky Steve.
4: That's fine. Sticky Steve's already broke my heart. Knock her out, queen.
1: So she just like charges up these stingers and just does a multiple wallops on Sticky Steve.
4: Sleepy Sticky Steve.
1: Who gets real bloodied up, like just blood and ooze just flying everywhere.
2: Ooh, gross. Tap out brother, brother.
1: It is Yardek's turn. All right, let's do this thing. So right now, you're right next to both Yartrav, the unconsciousness that is Vapor Kappa, and Laserhawk.
2: To be clear, our team-up is now or after? Yeah.
1: So what exactly are you trying to do, and who are you going for? Yeah, so who do you want to fuck up?
2: I want to fuck up, like, I think at most I could do five at once, right?
1: Oh, you want me to try to
5: test around everybody in water? You're also going to have penalties to your role.
2: Okay, so I guess we could pick one. Let's pick the uninjured copycat. Oh, wait, there's two now.
4: Not to metagame, but I say that we put our focus on copycat now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we know which- do- do we have- were we keeping track of the one that's the main one? Like, do I know which one the main one is?
1: So it doesn't matter with him. There's It's not like a situation where you knock out the one and it knocks out the rest.
2: No, I know, but like, since the- like, would the injured one be able to copy himself too?
5: Yeah. It's unending copying.
3: Yeah, I don't like copycat. (laughs) He's overpowered.
2: Well, let's just try to do any of the copycats.
5: (laughs) Well, as much as yes, copycat needs to go, if we can get rid of Yartrav, then it's only copycat. And then all of us can focus on the copycats at once.
4: That's fair, but Yartrav is also super fucked up, while we have two copycats that are feeling pretty hunky-dunky, and y'all are
2: about to hit something with the
4: full force of the water and
2: lightning god? Yeah, I think let's let's go for it.
5: Then we, we should do the uninjured uh, copycat, because the other one is kind of injured.
1: So to be clear, there's one brand new one, there's the original one, which is does have a negative one, and then there's the other one that's really hurt.
2: Okay, so let's do the brand new one. I think you guys should hit the oldest and the newest,
4: and let the injured one just imagine what hell shall befall him immediately after this.
2: What do you say, Dan?
4: It would only be a minus two roll. We could do both of
2: them. Okay, let's do it. Alright. I picture you shooting out your water in, like, this big theatrical design, and I run along it until it ends up on the copycats that we are electrifying. What do I roll?
1: So it's going to be two lightning throws then, each with a negative two. Okay. Yardak, I'm going to have you also do uh, water whips. Okay. Also with negative twos. Okay,
2: so the... My first one was 26, and my second one is 22.
1: And Daniel? So 15 and 13. And then what is the DC on your lightning throws?
2: 23.
1: Yardak, you kind of like wave your hands around combining all of this water and throw it as Hyperak kind of takes off back and forth and eventually is running along it. And then the water splashes into the two copycats as Hyperak throws these lightnings.
2: And they get singed up and burnt to a crisp. Yes.
1: The one looks really burnt up, and the other one looks hurt, but not nearly as bad when the lightning hits them.
5: (sighs) You just want to really physically assault somebody,
1: and you're like, no. Uh, So yeah, so now you've got two copycats that look really messed up, and one that looks kind of hurt.
2: And I give Current a major high five.
0: Alright, shit. You know who I am. You know what this is about. Pope Brandon New here. Brand new album. When You're High, You're High is 10 brilliant songs. The greatest you've ever heard. Kiss My Ass, William Shakespeare. Fur Elise wasn't even that good. Listen to songs like Goopity, Tearing Into Your Ass on the Highway, Apple Fritter, At That Age, and so many more. Now available on Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, Tencent, Tidal, I don't know. It's like almost 20 places. Go check it out. Again, that's When You High, You High by Pope Brandon Brownson. Now listen, wants why do enjoy the rest of the episode if you will?
1: That is Yardak and Hyperak's turn then. It is now Yartrav's turn. Yartrav takes some of his water back then that you had just taken for this last attack and used it to kind of pull it around like a chain with a ball on the end to hit Hornet.
4: Well, that's not very nice. His own little fly swatter. All right, and that
1: hits. (gasps) No! It hits, but right before it happened, Pam threw both of her arms up in front of her face to kind of steady the blast, and you see her boots scrape against the floor as she is slid back from the force, but she stays standing.
4: Oh! Alright, tough bitch. But
1: she is now also covered in water. She is completely wet.
4: If I could kind of peruse some shit around here, I imagine that this is a technique that Brock taught her that she could do using her boots, so Brock's just sitting there proud, like, X, go and give it to him, kid. X, go and give it to him. Alright,
1: and then it is Visual Aid's turn.
4: Oh, it me again. Alright, we need you to make a barrel of radiation to keep these guys cancer. <laughs> Like, she could, but god We might lose tonight, but we'll win in the long run
3: Um, and at we fucking get cancer, too That's fine, it might give me my fucking extra arm I'm trying to, how, where are the, like, really, like, the really messed up copycats? Are they near me?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much everybody is, you're right next to them Uh, they just got splashed with water And the third one is, like, right behind the other, the, the newest one is right behind the other two
3: would would there be any way I'd be able to like put my hands up and do razzle dazzle on the two injured one or maybe all three of them?
1: Okay, so yeah, you could choose to just razzle dazzle two of them. But now remember, with Razzle Dazzle it is not um it is not an attack where you get like negatives the more people you do it on.
3: Yeah, no, I was saying oh, I was saying I wasn't sure where they were, so I could do all three if I wanted. You could, yes. Okay. So I would like to do the three of them and razzle dazzle them and maybe blind them so they don't know what the hell is happening.
1: Similar to what Pam just did to try to block the water attack, the two really injured ones get their hands in front of their faces just in time before it goes off. Boo. Third one catches it, like, full on, like, because he, he didn't see it coming at all.
3: Woo! I'm glad one of them's getting fucked up.
1: Yeah, he is just kind of blinking and, like, waving his hands and going, uh, uh guys, where'd, where'd everything go? Who turned out the lights?
3: <laughs> yeah, he's stupid. <laughs>
1: Are you doing anything else for your turn?
3: Maybe maybe I might. No, I, I never moved closer to them, so I'm just going to say where I am.
1: Then it is Laserhawk's turn. What are you doing?
3: Uh, so, to clarify,
4: we've got...
1: Of the enemies, there are three copycats, Sticky Steve, and Yartrav.
4: And Yartrav's, like, super fucked up, right? Uh, yeah,
1: he looks pretty fucked up.
4: I would like to use extra effort to Double Solar Shotgun, uh, Yartrav, and the most fucked up of the copycats in an effort to hopefully knock them both out.
1: Okay. Uh, roll those two attack checks, and don't forget this is going to fatigue you as well. Oh, that's
4: Gucci. So, the first one is... a 26?
1: Uh... 21. Okay, so both of those are going to hit.
4: DC 25.
1: These two solar shotguns, I imagine like you have two hands out, like, spread out, and they just charge up and these blasts go off and you catch uh, Yartrav in the side of the head as he just kind of like gushes out blood and falls face first down onto the ground.
4: Then <sighs> I baby, sweet dreams. Meanwhile,
1: the really injured copycat catches it straight in the chest, and ends up on the ropes, like, kind of uh, just hanging on them, knocked out. Go to sleep, baby. Go to (laughs) sleep. Are you doing anything else with your turn?
4: Nah, I'm Gucci.
1: Alright, so just sending out these two shots, you're fatiguing yourself with the energy you use. Of the two copycats that are left, the one gets up, sees what you've done, and immediately starts charging up to to let out another one.
4: (sighs) No. You son of a bitch! But because
1: of how like how messed up he is, that's all he can do for this turn.
5: Ooh, it's like Venus forecasting Solar Beam. You gotta wait till next turn.
1: And then the other one is going to fail to shake off the blindness.
3: <laughs>
1: and the final one, seeing what's going on, tries to basically get out of this little circle of, uh, you know, visual aid, uh, hyperact, and and his quickly deteriorating comrades... <laughs> and he goes and just runs up to Yardak and tries to punch him.
5: Oh, all right.
1: What's your parry plus ten? Eighteen. Okay, yeah. He swings wide and, and misses you.
5: Oh, look at the little chicken flap his wings.
1: <laughs> Sticky Steve, meanwhile, looks like he's straining himself a lot. And just immediately, like, waves his hand across and lets out, like, an open hydrant. Ew. <sighs> of just stickiness going all over the ground, uh, like, all over the this this cage now.
2: D- just a question uh, for no reason. Is the goo conductive to electricity?
1: It looks fairly liquidy, but you wouldn't really be 100% sure. It is Hornet's turn. Hornet goes to kind of reach over and punch Sticky Steve, but she gets caught in some of the goo. (laughs) She swings wide, and you see the spark go off from her taser. The one stinger fist explodes, basically. Pile of smoke and and sparks just goes off, and she's desperately trying to get it off of her hand.
4: Son of a bitch. Uh,
1: It's because of all the water she was covered in from Yartrav. Oops. Oops. It is Yardak's turn.
5: You said the one copycat is closer to me, right?
1: Yes, because he just ran up to you and tried to punch you.
5: And then there's two more. And are they like kind of just behind him? Like
1: you're looking right at the one that just tried to punch you. The other ones are off to like the right, so like not behind him.
5: Well, then I want to take the water that's around and create a big wave and try to and come at it from the left side of me and have it slam into the one that's closest to me and then try to throw and have it continue and have him. Uh, smash it into the other two and try Because I want to try to take all the Copycats at once
1: Okay, so it sounds like you're trying to do like an area attack With your water
5: Yeah, like a water wave you know, This is damage, 10, piercing, 60 foot cone
1: Okay, so it's a cone So it would ha- it's a cone that comes from you
5: Oh, okay Well, I haven't moved yet, I'll just move and then cast it
1: uh, So you're going to throw this cone But it's also going to hit
5: You know what, it's for the team
1: uh, yeah, actually, it's going to be Hyperact that you're going to potentially hit.
5: Oh, no! I don't think you've really gotten injured, so, I don't know, hold you, your breath. You,
1: uh, you have not. You are you and Visual Aid are the only ones who have gotten nothing.
5: Oh, you'll be fine. If I can take out all three of these fucking copycats at once.
1: Roll plus your dodge versus a total of 20. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, no, 10, and my dodge is 15. I mean,
5: even if you fail, as long as it's not too big of a failure, it's fine.
2: I rolled a 10, my dodge is 15, so 25. Oh, you're fine. Anytime I get less than a 10 or less, I'm like, oh, no.
1: Yeah, but you're very, very fast. All right, so yeah, so you see this coming, and you immediately, like, zip out of the way. Same thing with the one who was not blinded. The one who's just, like, hurt, he gets out of the way. The one that is blinded and the brand new one, though, take the full brunt of it. Uh, So, yeah, the one that couldn't see anything just completely caught this. And he slams into the other one that was against the ropes. That one comes off the ropes and lands on him and they're both unconscious. Yeah, there are two left and they they both look very injured.
2: And now it's my turn, isn't it?
5: Yes. And now, fuck yeah, get that minus two. Because, I mean, if they're both really injured, it won't take much to knock them out.
2: Well, I have a hero point. Are they drenched in water?
1: The one that is right next to Yardak, yes, is drenched in water because he just got hit by the attack. The one that is next to you, also along with you, successfully dodged that last attack, so he is not.
2: Darn it. Okay. Because I was like, maybe I could like lightening the the wet floor and take people out, but that would probably include friends. Who's 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 wet? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I would say yeah, of the copycats, the only one that only one is wet. Um I wanna punch
2: the dry one.
1: Okay, he's like right next to you, so you could punch him.
2: And then throw lightning at the other one. Can I do that? Or is that more than one?
1: That's gonna be extra effort. Yeah, so that would just make you fatigued.
4: But that should be negatable with the hero point that Sama still has, right? Oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, you could you could power stunt that and use the hero point to negate the, the penalty.
2: Okay, I'm down to do that. Let's do that.
1: So, you're going to want to roll for the punch first. So, go for that.
2: So, 22.
1: 22. All right, that hits. What's the DC on that?
2: The DC is 23. Boom. It'd be hard to miss him, I think.
1: (laughs) He dodged out of the way of the water, was still kind of caught up by that and watching, like, you know, the other attack happen and knock his other guy out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you just kind of cold cock him with your elbow in the side of the head. Hell yeah! Um, and he just also falls down. Now there's this pile of three knocked out copycats.
2: Sweet. And then I, in a swift motion, I like face the other one and throw lightning.
4: Man, this is a copy catastrophe. <laughs> wow!
1: And so you're throwing that lightning. Go for it.
2: Okay, a 10. Oh, but my lightning throw is 12. Okay, so 22, and the DC is 23.
1: All right. So you do this cold cock with your elbow against the one, immediately spin around, and just send this surge of lightning to the other one, who Uh is just, again, still drenched in water, and this electricity just hits him full on in the back, and he basically falls unconscious into Yardak's arms.
2: Yeah. And
1: I let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, he falls to the ground.
2: Like your arms are out, and you just move them out of the way. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Visual aid, it is your turn. What are you doing?
2: There's so many people have been
3: taken out. Who is still around?
1: Uh so I mean of your of your non teammates, the only one left is Sticky Steve.
3: Sorry, Steve. I'm going after Steve with the sword. At least I can get rid of it if it gets sticky
1: so you're trying to get near to him, so make a dodge check. 21. You're able to then successfully kind of dodge through the non-stickified parts of ground that are still left, and you come down with this swing, rolling for your attack.
3: Okay. 31. Oh!
1: Did you roll a natural 20? No. (laughs) What's your DC on that?
3: It's nineteen.
1: So I'm just gonna be straight with you. Uh he got a Nat one. <laughs> uh, you're nimbly dodging between these unstickified parts and he sees you coming and he's like, Alright, I just gotta figure out where she's gonna jump next and I'll get her. But you get you catch up to him faster than you realize you could, and you just slam him, slapping him with the side of your blade, like right in the head.
3: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: <laughs> and he kinda like, you know he kinda looks like very out of it and dazed for a moment. And he f- staggers and he falls and sticks to the ground right in front of him.
3: I'll look at my sword and go, ugh, as if. And make my sword disappear and make a brand new one.
1: Uh, everyone roll a perception check.
5: <laughs> I see nothing. <laughs> I rolled a that one. Get some fucking razzle yourself. Fifteen.
2: Twenty-one. Twenty-two,
1: baby. I mean, it's a five. Mine. You're distracted by your sticky sword. So then the other three of you notice this, though, is you see L is just screaming at management right now.
4: Ooh, hi. All right. So essentially, I want to try and get a situation where we're all facing off in the middle of the ring, make it look like we're all talking trash to each other, but, it, but in reality, I'm going, okay, we need to wrap this up. Shit's happening up there. She needs the money, gesturing toward a hornet. So let's fucking wrap this shit up.
1: Alright, uh, everybody roll stealth check, then.
2: 25
3: for Nightlight.
2: 24. 30. A natural 20.
1: So, yeah, so you're all fine. You're, you're, you're getting, you're communicating to one another. What is, what is the next step, then? We can say that you're out of initiative.
3: Okay, I'm going to, like, try and, like, pretend to, like, go after Pam with my sword. Okay. Like. Do like a mime fight,
1: basically. Like you're you're going up and you're all shoving each other and saying these things and kind of coordinating. Yep. Yeah.
3: Since so both Pam and I have like trained with Laserhawk, I'm gonna guess we trained together at some point. Yeah, that's that we we're doing like a move that she would recognize.
1: Okay.
5: And also, y'all can like fake knock me out because I don't need the money.
4: I sock Yardak in the head.
1: <laughs> ah. You just straight up backhand him.
3: <laughs>
4: Rude. <laughs>
1: You really sold it, too, because there's just blood just, like, burst out of his nose.
3: I pretend to, like, go after Pam with my sword, but, like, in a way that she knows how to, like, block it and, like, push me away and, like, look like I'm knocked out in some way by, like, hitting me with her arm. So,
1: yeah, so you can say that you did a move like that. So, I guess, basically, it sounds like everyone else is going to be throwing the fight. Yeah.
2: How am I going to go down?
1: I was going to say, how are you going to do this? Because, remember, you got to do it, but make it look realistic. So, you we just described what happened between... Laserhawk and Yardak, that sounds good. Uh after you do this fake swing at Hornet and she successfully like, rebukes you, I imagine like she maybe even kind of does like a full on deflects the sword, picks you up and like choke slams you onto the ground.
3: Yeah, but I was gonna say the way that we like we've trained doing this, so I'm not like hurt at all, but I'm gonna pretend to be hurt.
1: Exactly. Are you are you tapping out then at that point?
3: I I'm gonna like pretend to like for drama's sake. Ruby's been in film school, she's done some acting, like, pretend to try and get up and be like, I can't. Get up, and I'm just, like, stumbling, and then I'm going to, like, fall back like I'm going to faint, I'm going to make a fucking fainting couch and fall on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious, and very on brand. It
4: really is. I'm not upset with you, I'm upset with R.C. for not giving you a hero point for that. That's funny.
1: Alright, fine, you get a hero point for it. Yeah! (laughs) Alright, so, that leaves Hyperact. Laserhawk and Hornet remaining. Fight to the death.
4: In a similar way to what Ruby's doing, I just very clearly want to telegraph some shit that we've been over before. I don't need to be specific or theatrical. Just knock me the fuck out, kid.
1: You go to grapple her, maybe, and she dodges out of it and gives you two quick jabs in the side, and then she kind of like tuck and rolls under your legs. Elbow drops on the back of your head.
4: Well, One way or the other, I'm gonna sell it like I just got knocked too stupid to compete.
1: Are you tapping out? That's, what, that's your tap-out point? Yeah, sure. Before you say what you're thinking about doing, Hyperact, everyone roll Perception again. Mm. <laughs> Including me, even though I'm knocked out? Yeah, because you're not actually knocked out. Oh. Fucking tough, yeah.
2: I rolled a one, but my Perception is nine, so it's ten.
4: 24 baby and i've
1: rolled
5: a, a not 20 but my perception is
2: 8 so i got 28
5: 16 so really i'm fake knocked out but i'm really focused
1: <laughs> uh hyperact is too focused on like what's going on in the ring whereas the rest of the three of you catch that like now management looks really pissed l is screaming at management and management is like pounding his fist against the glass like pissed at what's going on
4: so having been quote unquote knocked out, can it be safe to assume that I've been ushered out of the cage? Or are we just letting bodies stack?
1: Yeah, bodies are just are just slaying on in this ground. Like some people like Claw clawed his way out there's clawed. Uh Claw <laughs> crawled his way out like he's he's on the on the part of the stage that's outside of the ring, but still in the cage.
2: My idea for throwing the fight in Pam's favor is that I could go like I was gonna try running at her and let's say Don't I- forget
1: the ground is also still sticky.
2: That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like I'm a, I'm going to go run at her but I get stuck in the goo and then I pretend that I'm like, well, I I am stuck and then I'm like afraid when she comes towards me. So then I like tap out before she gets there.
1: <laughs> uh she goes to jump in the air and she was going to come down on you with like a punch and you just like tap out and you hear
2: ding 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 ding.
1: And and the cage slowly starts to raise up back into the ceiling. And at this point management has come out. His tie is like undone and everything and he's like ladies and gentlemen we have a winner first time newcomer stinger has won tonight's arena match
5: not well <laughs> if his face is anything like yours looks very not happy
1: also yeah he, he looks pissed but the crowd is going wild like you know this was a, a wild crazy fight you know just so many people claw kind of goes up and like kind of smacks One of the copycats awake, who starts to take back in the other versions of him.
4: You said that the cage is up now, right?
1: Yep, the cage has opened. Management has now descended out of the uh, VIP area. There's, like, an announcing area, like, high above everything.
4: I would like to try and stealth check my way up to a spot by the VIP area, where I can hide and listen. Because that's what Brock does.
1: Okay, what is everyone trying to do? So, like, keep in mind, like, this is... You're not going to be able to stealthily bounce your way up there, if that's what you mean. No, no, no,
4: but I have a 16 stealth. I can fuck off my way over there. I can roll a couple times to move.
1: Okay, so I I guess what you're saying is, like, what, you're going to go back behind the stage? Like, behind, like, into the actual area?
4: I am trying to get as close to the VIP area as I can so I can hear what's going on. If I have to sneak my way backstage and go around, so be it.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no stealthy way you would be able to, uh, to just jump there. You'd have to go back around.
4: That's fine, and I figure I'm probably going to have to roll more than once for that, which is also fine.
1: You're potentially doing that without conferring with anybody else. What is everybody doing? Remember, the cages come up. They're starting to send out, like, you know, medics and stuff to kind of check on everybody. Management's kind of like, thank you so much for coming out, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your eyes peeled for the next announcement of our next big event.
2: I want to see if I can, if I still have my cover, because I don't know if it's been blown. I want to stay near management to find out if I can maybe, like, talk to him.
1: So management isn't down with y'all. Like, the the announcer area that he is at is, like, way up above.
3: He didn't come down to, like, hold horns. Oh! that's Yeah, this whole time I thought
5: you meant, like, he came down and, like, and went into the ring to start saying this.
1: It's pretty much a, an announcer space that's right next to the VIP booth looking down and everything. Mm.
5: Do I have my, f- no, I mean, I don't think it will be with me in the ring, but my
1: phone? I mean, I see no reason why you don't, but you're also four story you're also multiple stories underground, so I don't know what the signal's gonna be like.
3: I go up to Pam, and I'm like, ah, oh, good fight, good fight. I guess she's not really acting, I like Pam. <laughs> but I'm gonna, like, start making my, is there a way to, like, not stealthily, obviously, but, like, make our way up to the VIP booth and act like, yeah, we can totally go up there.
1: There's not a straightforward way, like, You cannot see a staircase, but you know that behind the scenes there's, like, a stairway that can get you there.
2: And we could just go there without it being weird.
1: Ah, well, remember, you were kind of rebuked from going in there last time, so, like, it's not standard for sure.
5: Mm. Well, then, because she's, like, the, uh, the person everybody is, like, looking at right now, just, like, like, arm around shoulder, and then make your own fucking stairs up to the announcing thing. It's like, yeah! Like, the, like, you're just, like, trying to be a hype man, and
4: then it's a part of the show, so. I love how I'm trying to do this stealthily and y'all are just making a fucking staircase. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't consult with the team! I was trying to figure out how to do it stealthily, I couldn't figure it
3: out, and that's not where my power set is.
1: <laughs> Except for all the illusions and other things you can do.
3: But I, I was even thinking, if I see Laserhawk sneaking around, I could bring more attention to Pam and I, so they're, like, distracted by the two of us. Throw
5: confetti out of your hands as you
2: yeah, go. Yeah, fireworks and shit. Oh my god, I love that. Actually, fuck it, I'm making fireworks for Pam.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: and I'm just like, yeah, that was a great fight! You're
1: like the genie in Aladdin right now, like, Prince <laughs> Ali <laughs> <of> Yeah! <me." laughs>
0: Howdy ho neighborinos, Pope Raymond Brownson here. I hope you guys enjoyed that ad for my latest album When You High You High, which I'm totally gonna plug again, just super quick see it's already done. Anyway, I just wanted to take a moment to ask you guys out there to check out the links in our show notes. Owen K.C. Stevens, a game designer, owner of Rogue Genius Games, and all-around good guy, has been hit with some pretty harsh medical issues lately. The folks over at Bundle of Holding have put together a set of rogue genius pathfinder materials if you'd like to pick up some books and help support someone who has done so much good work in the mutants and masterminds community as well we ask that you take a moment and follow that link but for now hey back to the mayhem
1: brandon roll a stealth check so i now know what visual aid is doing kind of like taking pam up to this are what are the other two doing and at this point, like, uh, Medic revived Yartrav, and, and he kind of gives you a thumbs up. He's like, hell yeah, brother. We gave him a hell of a fight.
5: And I want to say to him, uh, yeah, we'll get him next time. Fuck these land walkers.
2: <laughs> Let's say that Nightlight um, goes off to wherever Copycat is.
1: All right. Well, Copycat has kind of gone back to the gym area. Like, every loss in a sports movie, like, his elbows are on his knees. He's got a towel around his neck. He's just looking down. Uh-huh. Damn. Damn. Thought I had this.
2: Well, you didn't. Sorry, not sorry. I want to see what the vibe is, like if my cover's still there or not. And he
1: looks up at you and goes, hey.
2: Sure, I'll just say hey back.
1: Can't believe we let a newbie beat us.
2: I know, she was surprisingly strong.
1: And Yardak, what are you doing? Sorry, you're the only one who I don't really have a clear idea of. You're just going with Yartrav?
2: Like, Yeah, I'm just, tra- I guess, hanging with Yartrav.
1: All right, so the medics took him back, uh, and you're kind of just hanging out with him. As they're doing basic human medical things to him. I can't give away my secrets. He already established that he knows you can heal because you tried to heal uh, Rachel and and he had, to, he had to be like, don't don't help them.
5: Oh, true. Okay, well, then I guess if I want to be on his good side, then I can uh, give him a little healy heal.
1: Not too much, cause still fuck him. <laughs> I guess, yeah, roll roll a, a healing check. Come on, that one. <laughs>
5: oh,
1: a three. You heal him up a little bit. Some of the color comes back to his cheeks and wounds heal up a bit. You know, it doesn't look 100%, but he looks better. Laserhawk, roll me a stealth check. 29. Some guards coming, but you're kind of like, you know, walking with confidence. You're just like, oh, sorry, I'm just heading this way. Excuse me, excuse me. And then like some other guards are coming and you're starting to get into a section where you probably shouldn't be and you're successfully like ducking around them, staying out of their line of sight.
4: I plain sight's paying off, baby.
1: Meanwhile, back out in the arena, Fireworks are going off. <laughs> yeah, uh, a staircase is just forming out of nowhere. Pam looks also like super out of her element.
3: Yeah, we're semi doing the like rocky run, but the stairs are like becoming stairs as we run up. <laughs>
5: Ooh, I like that.
3: <laughs> and then as we as like when we're alone, I kind of whispered to Pam. I was like, I'm trying to get close to see if we can hear anything. Just just go with it.
1: Uh, when you get up to that little like announcer station, you see management, and he kind of just. Goes to shake Pam's hand, and he goes, "You know, we really don't normally have people up here." That was a hell of a of a production you did right now, getting her up here. So you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll let it slide for now.
3: Yeah, always good for a production, and I make like basically a firework explosion like right behind it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you do see Elle, who is just staring daggers at you. Mm-hmm, she knows. I I just don't acknowledge it at all. I'm just like, yeah. Meanwhile, back with Copycat and Hyperact, uh, what are you doing?
2: Um, I guess we're just talking about, like, that fight and how insane it was. Like, yeah, the the newcomer's surprisingly strong. I've I've never seen anyone fight like that, and her toys looked cool.
1: Yeah, she kind of came out of nowhere. Like, didn't really even feel like she was doing a ton in the fight, and then, bing, bang, boom, took us all out.
2: If it wasn't for Sticky Steve's goo... I probably would have been able to take her out.
1: He actually sees Sticky Steve coming in, looking a little defeated, and he, like, grabs a weight and hucks it at him. Ugh. Oh. Like a two-pounder and just hucks at him. And it misses him, and it, like, smashes into the wall, and he's like, What the fuck, copycat? <laughs> Cost us the match, dipshit. <laughs> fuck you. And, he goes, and Sticky Steve goes to leave.
5: I'm just, like, picturing
1: a... <laughs> <laughs> as he goes away. <laughs> Back with Yartrav, uh, you heal him up, and he's like, man, thanks, brother. I really appreciate it. Yeah,
5: I thought we had that one, but those little bastards got us in the end.
1: You know, we, we're we going to make a little bit of money for this still. I'm not, I'm not staying here tonight, that's for sure. You want to get out of here?
5: I don't know. What do I do? I don't want to go with him. But I want to leave this, like, nice enough that, like, when I c- run into him in the future, I can use him.
2: Tell him you got some shit to do. You have plans. But maybe next time.
1: Dan has clearly never had to get out of an awkward situation that he doesn't want, like a, a party he doesn't want to go to.
2: <laughs> no, because I I
5: always have like somebody like just grab my arm and be like, "Hey, we gotta go," but nobody's with me right now. <laughs> oh, God, why am I sweaty? Um, no, nah, I fucking wish, but that stupid jumpy asshole smacked me in the face, and I I gotta I gotta get some rest. I'm I'm beat.
1: You're staying here tonight.
5: No, not here. God no.
1: Alright, well, uh, roll deception. Oh fucking Christ. Twelve and Oh, I have a nine. Twenty one. Alright, brother. Well you got you got my uh coms. so like, you know, hit me up. We'll paint the town red or whatever the hell these, these humans say about, you know, going out and, and having fun.
5: Hell yeah, you got it, dude.
1: Meanwhile, Laserhawk, uh, roll me another stealth check.
4: Can do, baby boy. Ooh, look at that natural 20. That's a 36 altogether. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you
1: make it up those next couple of floors, and you get to uh, the VIP area, and there are two guards standing out front of it. theres It's a straight hallway, there's nowhere you can hide to get around them.
4: Is that like a vent I can duck in?
3: Could I use my hero point to edit the scene for Brandon?
1: Alright, you know, we're out of initiative, so I'll let you do that if that's what you want to do.
3: I would like to make a vent for Brandon to hide in. Rachel, I owe
4: you the warmest and friendliest of hugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, so you duck into a vent.
4: I want to sit in the vent and listen. I want to hear what's going on. I'm on reconnaissance, baby. Yeah, you've done,
1: you've done well enough in your, uh, in your stealth checks i'll say that you made it there a lot of rich rich people just kind of uh like in tuxedos and dresses and stuff you know oh my god that was amazing have you seen you know i've seen some of them but fight before have you seen them fight before
4: i guess i'm gonna sit and spin until i hear something
1: I'm just, and i'm still like
4: right outside
1: you're right outside like pretty much like that door that he was gonna come in you're on the opposite side of it
3: i just thought of something ridiculous i could do with my powers
1: all right what are you doing
3: because I was wearing a hood was how I was hiding my identity, right? Uh, yeah. So I make myself a nice dress to wear, but it still has, like, a hood on this dress. Like, I'm imagining, like, a red dress with, like, a very ridiculous oversized hood. And I was like, ah, oh, let me join the party! And I make a, like, nice evening gown.
4: Okay.
1: Alright, you do that.
4: If this fucking works and completely nullifies my stealth rolls. <laughs> 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 this outrageous shit works.
3: I and then I, I, good. Pam was like, uh, oh, you, you want to dress up, or are you get the way you are?"
1: No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, though. You know, I'm real tired. Actually, I think, uh, I think I want to get get out of here and get to sleep. Where do I go to collect my winnings? And management kind of goes, "Oh yeah, um, if if you're ready to get the winnings, you, you come with me. You, you're going to get uh, quite a bit more than the rest of them."
5: Saddle's just like, Pam's about to die. They're not paying this girl. They're just going to take her in the back and just fucking knife in the gut.
1: (laughs) Basically says to you visually, hey, you stay here. We'll we'll, we'll talk in a bit. Please get to know some people.
3: And so I can go into the VIP area now, right? Because that is an invitation? Essentially. I go in and I make myself, like, a glass of champagne.
1: Management leaves uh, with Pam and goes out the door that Brandon skipped over. uh, Heading back towards the office's.
2: Is he talking while he's walking?
1: Well, I mean, no one can tell, No one's, unless someone's following along with him in the vents. For the, the record, vents.
2: I'm trying to be in the
4: vents of the offices. I'm trying to be where I can actually hear shit.
3: I imagine that the vents would go over to wherever they're going to, right? Yeah, the vents
1: are pretty good about, like, you know, they can kind of get to different spots. Start crawling. Let's just kind of <laughs> recap real quick. So, Sticky Steve... Claw, all of them kind of went back to the rooms. Yartrav puts on, like, the underwater equivalent of a leather jacket with a popped collar and leaves. It's made
5: out of dolphin skin.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he puts on a dolphin skin jacket. It's super smooth.
5: I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh.
1: Uh, and you see him heading towards management's office.
5: Oh, that's right, because we get a little bit of money, but not a lot.
1: Laserhawk, you catch management and Pam, like, kind of following along in the vents. You get to his office. Yard Trav's there catches up around the same time. Hey, just looking to get my get my winnings and get out of here. And uh management goes, Yeah, I guess, sure. And it ushers them both in. Inside the office, he's opens up the safe and he uh gets out some money. He hands like a small little stack to Yartrav, who counts it. He goes, two thousand. I thought it was gonna be three thousand. Well, you put on a shit performance, so Oof. We're not really looking to have you on again. We spent a lot of money on that uh underwater. <laughs> underwater tank didn't really pay off for us.
4: Ooh. That's Sorry. fucking hilarious.
1: And Yard Trav uh says, This is bullshit. You're gonna wish you hadn't messed with me. Pops his collar again and leaves. And then uh with Pam, he's kinda just pulling out stack after stack. He's like, you know, you did a really great job tonight, you know, you really really threw us through a loop, you know, I'm not gonna lie, newcomers don't usually win like that. You ever thought about sticking on with us? You know, kinda of traveling around, make some more money. And Pam's just kinda of like, No, I I I think I'm alright. You know, I think, you know, I I I wasn't expecting to win either, but you know, I think if I could just get, get my winnings, I'll get out of your hair, you know. And he kinda of puts the money down on the table and he goes, You sure? You're sure uh you know, want more people finding out about, you know, powers and and, you know, being a post-human? I know that's not a popular thing.
4: I will break this man's neck.
1: And she goes to reach for the money and she says, no, I'm I'm good, thanks. And he says, well, think about it. We'll contact you, check in on you.
4: I'll snap you like a fucking Slim Jim, sir, dig it.
1: Meanwhile, Hyperact, you're over with uh, with Copycat still, what are you doing?
2: Well, since now that I know everybody was heading over there to collect their winnings, I'm gonna let everyone know, like, hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see um, if I can collect my cash. Be right back.
1: All right. So, really, the only people in that room were Yardak, then, and uh, and Copycat,
2: and Sticky Steve.
1: No, Sticky Steve went back to his room after. Uh, oh,
2: right! After the weight was thrown at him,
1: as one does. <laughs> <laughs> A very uh, emotionally stable individual, Copycat.
3: I'm going to edit what I said earlier. Actually, I'm going to say that I, when I made champagne, I actually made myself like a non-alcoholic like basically apple juice just so i could like
1: because somebody doesn't want to get drunk he has a job to do sounds like hype Rack's heading to management's office Yardak, what are you doing
5: i want to hang around with these rich people see what things i can hear with my fish ears
1: you are you are in the back room where you
5: are
3: nowhere near the rich people no i want to go to the rich people
1: <laughs> oh okay well that's different
3: yeah come up my staircase Atlantean dude
1: no is that what you do do you go back up the staircase that visual aid made
5: are there still
3: a shit ton of people in the arena?
1: Uh, they're pretty much clearing out at this point. Like, there's a lot of people still in the VIP space.
5: Oh, okay. Well, then, in that case, yeah. I feel like it'd be really fucking strange to have an entire arena full of people, and I'm just like... <laughs>
1: That's what they did, so... Yeah, but
5: they had... Yeah. I had fireworks! Yeah, she had fireworks.
1: <laughs> All right, so you're heading up that way. Hyperact, I think you get to, uh, management's office, and you... What did you do, knock on the door?
2: Okay, so yeah, I knock on the door.
1: Uh, come in. Come in.
2: Hey, management. I just I thought I'd collect my winnings. You seem upset. Are you okay?
1: I, I'm fine. A new new kid here uh, just doesn't want to stick around with us. You should come on. Tell her what it's like. You know. Tell her I, I, you think it's worth it, right? I mean, I'm surprised you're coming to collect the winnings. You live here, basically.
2: True. Um, <laughs> I was I was trying to just overhear if there was anything going on. Um,
1: Pam looks like she really wants to get out of there. That's her her kind of demeanor.
2: I mean, to be honest, it's been fun, but I have also been thinking that I've had my, my fill. And his
1: face immediately turns like from like, come on, try to help me out to what the fuck are you saying?
5: (laughs) Oh, now you gotta fight him. He has powers.
1: Hey, uh, where the fuck your name is, Stinger. You have a good night, all right? Close the door on your way out. Hey, nightlight, hang out for a minute. Alright. Um, and Pam goes to leave. This is a
4: whole lot of not what I was trying to fucking hear. (laughs) So,
1: I guess, what are you trying to hear?
4: I was hoping Elle was gonna come back in and they were gonna yell at each other, to be honest, but clearly I see that, uh... I'm
1: with Elle, right? Yeah, Yardak has kind of shown up, too. And you notice immediately, Yardak, that Elle is staring daggers at visual.
3: She doesn't even
4: look like her. How would she know that it's her? ruby has been using her fucking powers all night. I mean, that's true. And this woman is literally connected to the Rat Princess, who is paid to know shit about post-humans. Don't insult my characters like that. Insult RC's all you want. You know, you got me there.
3: And I purposely- Because I could tell he's staring, and I don't want her to suspect that that's uh, Yardak, so I don't go up to Yardak.
1: Does Yardak go up to you, though?
3: Ooh, yeah. What if she thinks that Yartrav is me?
4: <laughs>
1: so does Yardak go up to visual aid when you get into this VIP area?
5: No, because if, if I don't want to cause an issue, little rat lady's pissed.
2: Go to the rat lady and schmooze her.
5: I'll, I'll, I'll grab a thing of champagne. Wait, was it just Ruby creating champagne, or was there actual champagne
1: here? There was
3: actual champagne. I-
1: People were serving champagne and, and little shrimp on little shrimp and things.
3: I, Ruby was making her own champagne uh, and stealing some shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I, Ruby made her own champagne for two reasons. One, for show, and two, because she didn't want alcoholic champagne.
5: So I want to grab two
3: champagnes
5: and kind of schmooze my way up to Rat Lady and like, really blatantly flirt with her. Um, And you see her
1: kind of take a deep breath and go, well, thanks, sugar. How's it going?
5: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I want to, like, after she says that, I want to hand over the glass and say, uh, I might have got, I might not have won down there, but I'm okay with coming second again.
1: (laughs) 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 You know, I've I've heard you Atlanteans are forward like this, but that was, uh, that was unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs> but was it unappreciated
1: I didn't say that
3: Ruby's like smooching and pretending to like smooch with like the other rich people who are unimportant but listening <laughs> and then here's I was like what the fuck
1: <laughs> alright meanwhile back in management's office with uh laser hawk the door closes as Pam leaves what the fuck was that
2: I mean to be honest I I joined up because I needed the money and it's it's been tough and I'm just not enjoying myself anymore.
1: Nightlight, you you are our, our number one winner. I know tonight was a bit of a bit of a, you know, unexpected twist, but you know, come on, come on. You, you you love this. I've seen how good you are at it. Just stick around just a little longer. Come on, just till the next till the next one then. We'll you know, we'll, we'll talk it out some more. We'll figure something out.
2: I'll sleep on it.
1: That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking, kids. Sorry to get so serious on you. You really keep this place together. You know, we're like a family here.
3: Fuck off! Any boss that tells you you're a family! Pizza party!
1: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of this is me just living out retail trauma in a lot of ways.
2: (laughs) Are are you sure you're okay? You really really seem like something messed you up today.
1: You know, yeah, I... I might have taken some funds and kind of placed some bets on how tonight was going to go, and it just didn't go my way. ha, <laughs> It's And it's, it's fine, really, you know. We we made good with all the with all the people we had coming in and stuff. Just uh, didn't work out for me personally. And then I had a special friend here, and she doesn't seem to really be enjoying it so much, and I'm worried about what that might mean for the future of uh, this. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, you know what? I'm going to get back up to the party. Do you want to come with?
2: Um. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm sure she'd like to meet a winner like you. You know. Um. yeah
2: sounds good
1: uh, and so the two of them head on back up to the VIP area Um. and at this point you notice that a lot of the VIPs have started kind of making their way out some people are talking about after parties and things like that
4: I guess I'm gonna slowly crawl out of the vent like an <laughs> asshole for the record <laughs> this was a whole lot of fucking
3: nothing I tried to help I was trying to distract them up in the
1: VIP space now that uh, Hyperact and management have come in it's them, Visual Aid, L, uh, Yardak, and like a couple, couple leftover, like waiters and things like that, plus a couple VIPs left.
4: I'm going even farther away than them, hopping out the vents, and then making it look like I'm walking down the hall up to the fucking guards. Hey, baby, I gotta get my paycheck in.
1: Uh, yeah, we we're gonna have to check with management, you know, we're only letting certain people in here. Uh, give me one second.
4: Hey, you gotta frisk me or something, baby? Go ahead, pat me down, make sure I'm good. I'm just trying to get that bread and butter, baby. Uh,
1: the one guard, like, is kind of standing there with you. He's doing kind of like, you know, just the puffing his chest out kind of thing. Uh, the other one goes in and you hear, uh, the others hear him whisper to management, Hey, we've got, um, Midnight Neon here.
5: <laughs> we got a fucking moron.
1: <laughs> Who wants to get his money.
5: <laughs> Midnight moron or
1: something. <laughs> and-, and management goes, goes, uh, looks over at at a uh, L l and tries to play it cool and he's like yeah yeah let him let him in for a minute here we'll get him we'll get him gone real quick
4: it's a man of the hour the man with the power too sweet to be found, midnight neon jack Dana. how we doing what a show tonight <laughs>
1: yeah midnight neon you did a really great job uh thanks for coming out and he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out like a like a wad like the same amount that he uh gave to yard trav and he tosses it to you
4: I catch it and smell the money.
1: You have a motorcycle helmet, huh? She
5: <laughs> Just smacks it up against it and you hear a deep inhale.
3: <sniffs> yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> no, you weren't. You'd forgotten that.
3: It works. <laughs> and and No one knows that this is a alcoholic but Ruby. Ruby downs her drink and makes a new one.
1: All right, so yeah, so now all of you are in this room together, along with the guards, a couple of VIPs, and L and management.
4: I'm trying to shave the fuck away from L. <laughs> I'm trying to get the fuck near L, but Yardak's already got that covered.
1: Yeah, what are you saying? To, also, I, yeah, management kind of took notice of you, Yardak, and it doesn't look thrilled with you macking on macking on his lady.
5: Oh, I'm, I'll hit on him too.
1: <laughs> what have you been saying to L this whole time? After that glorious one liner, oh, you're gonna make me think of
5: some other gross shit to say. Um,
1: no, you don't have to think of some other. Just like, what topics are you talking about? What are you trying to? Oh, okay. Trying to get to get out of here?
5: Oh, like talking about like the fight, like trying to like insinuate that I'm like a a tough guy. You know, like <laughs> why wouldn't you want a tough man like me?
2: What brings you around these parts? <laughs>
1: wow, that's a that's a real nice necklace you got on there. Where'd you get it?
5: Claire's. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, 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 you fancy it's from Icings.
5: Oh, that's right. I forgot they had a name change. Roll thing. deception. Oh, fuck me up. Okay.
3: And are you really saying it from
5: <laughs> No. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're gonna double down. Okay. Twelve. What's my? What deception? Nine twenty-one.
1: No, it's not.
2: Family heirloom.
5: I can't give away all my secrets.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, something about you seems so familiar. Can't quite place it.
3: And I can hear this, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people that have like left the room that pretty much everyone can hear it.
5: I know, I get that a lot, and I know the answer. It's because you saw me in your dreams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, All right. what's everybody else doing now?
3: Well, Ruby's list still... i assume sh- smoozing with someone, but listening to this, because my plan is if she starts noticing anything about Yardak to make some kind of distraction.
1: Okay.
2: I wanted to roll a perception check because I'm, like, just observing management.
1: Okay, roll a perception. 21, I think. 12
2: plus 9. 21.
3: Am I the only one of us she's glaring at? Uh, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't, she's
1: not glaring at, but she does seem a little suspicious of, of, uh, Yardak. I don't think she's paying too much attention to Midnight Neon.
4: Oh, that's a real shame. Because I'm about to get her
2: attention. What's your number? 21 total.
1: Yeah, you can tell, uh, you know, management seems a combination of emotions. Frustrated, uh, he's sweating a bit, uh, looks a little nervous, looks a little upset. In hindsight, this probably should have been an insight check, but that's a problem for me, not for you. Oops. Um, but yeah, he's sweating. L kind of looks very calculating around the room. Whatever the others are about to do, you're, you're percepted well enough that you'll be able to pick up uh, on it, which, yeah, okay. what is everybody trying to do?
2: I think she knows who we are, and I think we've been made, and I think we're about to have, we're going to have to fuck shit up. I think. No, 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 no. Hang on. To be fair, she doesn't know who you are. You've never met. Well, I mean, you guys have been made. I think.
4: We have history, which is why I want to try and get her alone outside of here where we can talk, and I think I know how I'm gonna do it. Okay. So, I'm gonna start off by rolling a deception check. Okay. If there's ever a fucking time to get a bad 20. 23.
1: Alright, what are you trying to do?
4: And listen up, Jack I think you and me got a little conversation to do over a mutual employer. And I'd kind of like lean in and like mumble that part of it.
1: And she cocks an eyebrow and she says to Yardak, Sugar, if you excuse me, I, I just got some business to attend to. Um, and she says to management, wait up for me.
4: Let's go have a little and someone more private-like.
1: Alright, uh, and yeah, she follows you out into the hall then, and it's just, I guess, like, you- If you go a little ways down from the guards, I guess.
4: Look, I have enough respect for you not to bullshit you, and I take off the helmet. We owe each other favors. What have I gotta do to get you to not finance these people anymore? Oh. Little direct approach.
2: Bold.
1: well, well. Well. Long time no see. Even longer, I realize. Last time I heard about you, you got caught up by by some little girl. Uh,
4: And here I was about to compliment you, Al.
1: I don't need your compliments, Laserhawk.
4: After all this time, is this the foot that we want to get off on?
1: Well, it sounds like all I got to do is put a little bit of money into this here operation and it will annoy you. And that's really all I need. I also got, uh, I'll just watch your ass, get your ass kicked again.
4: First of all, bold of you to assume that I didn't throw that fight. Second of all, again, we owe each other favors. What have I got to do?
1: Well, I think, I think we call this evens. I won't reveal your secret. I won't continue to fund these people. And you stay the hell out of my business.
4: And I stick out my hand to shake on it.
1: Pleasure doing business with you, Shug.
4: You as well, darlin'. Hey, you guys still do the number five special? Of course,
1: it's our most popular. Uh, she runs a ramen shop in the underground. Since Sam looked confused by that statement,
4: and there is a reason for that. L, I put the helmet back on. Now, if you'll excuse me, I got a little schmoozing and carousing to do around here before I make my exit, Jack Daddy. By the way, and I slide up the visor. By the way, kind of based this whole thing on you a little bit. Real funny that you're here. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and she reaches up. She puts the visor back down. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Fuck off.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, she goes back into the, uh, the VIP room. I don't know if that's where you're going, too.
4: Might as well. You know, just to be around my friends. Worst case, shit does go down.
1: She walks up to management and management kind of tries to, like, you know, put his arm around her. She has a little fan. And she just uses the fan to kind of push his arm away. Listen, I've been giving it a lot of thought, and I think my organization has done funding this little uh, this little event of yours. It has not proven to be as fruitful, um, and, and frankly, it's becoming more of a hassle than it's worth. Sucks for him, bud.
2: I, I feel like it should just drop dead quiet and we're, and everybody just looks at management
4: rocks wearing the motorcycle helmet i'm smiling from ear to fucking ear <laughs> but
1: you know we we can't do this without you it's you know we I, I, this makes money but it needs it needs funding you you i, I thought i thought you were on my side that's just not working out for me anymore good luck um don't call me
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and she just goes to kind of strut on out
4: Ooh, that's
3: bummer, and I make I make it another glass of champagne, this one's real champagne, and hand it to management.
1: He immediately spins around and throws it at the window, and he says, you fuckers lost me my job! You lost me everything! Sons of bitches! And he, like, kicks a chair over.
2: Can I, like, zap him to knock him out?
4: <laughs> just choose violence at the very end here.
2: Yeah, d- just because, I mean, obviously he's raising the, uh, <laughs> I'm watching
4: this unfold. Um. <laughs>
2: I'll make some. I'll make some popcorn for you, Yardak.
4: Yardak is mentally preparing the blog post that's going on social later about this.
5: Yes, you know me because I'm quite the blog poster, the Atlantean.
2: He's escalating the situation, so I want to sort of like sneak behind him and just go like Zzz, in his head.
3: I'm. I'm, I'm trying to distract him. I was like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about
5: uh right before uh he gets the zzz, I wanna like be sitting like back like with my like little champagne and like right right before Sama goes zzz, I wanna go clear.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah you zap him immediately though the guards go for their guns.
4: I zap him. I forgot they were there.
1: Uh alright roll roll that attack check.
4: Okay. The first one is going to be uh, 20... That hits. Yeah, okay, that hits. Uh, and then the second one... That's gonna be a 24. Uh,
1: yeah, both of those super hit. Um, what's the DC?
4: 25 on Megasonic... Nope, Megasonic Missile. Jesus, Solar Shotgun's 24.
1: Uh, alright, yeah, both of them are immediately, like, boom, boom, both of them are knocked out.
4: So, hey, you guys want to, like, blow this fucking pop
3: sand? And there are still rich people in this room. R.C. said most
1: of them- Yeah, most of them are gone. A few of them do do look like, oh my god, what the hell just happened? I mean, they were also reacting to his outburst as well.
4: I want to look up to them. Hey, you guys see this stack of money? Here, fight over it. Don't talk to anyone.
3: Hi. As you see, this seems to be over, and if you don't want to, like, see law enforcement come soon, I would leave.
1: Uh, yeah, they immediately panic and run. (laughs) Yeah. So, what are you doing now?
3: I never got my money.
4: Shame. (laughs) It's okay, Vault's over there, I could probably blow it open. Hey, we should probably get a hold of whoever's arresting it. Betsy? Yeah, yeah, I guess Betsy would probably be the person to get a hold of that. Uh, well, I mean, I sent the text. Oh yeah, you already did send a text. Did you get anything back on that?
1: You check your phone, you see a thumbs up emoji.
4: Well, that doesn't give us a general time frame.
1: Uh, it was from almost immediately after you sent the message.
4: Okay. Well, I feel like one of us should try to get up there and get a hold of Betsy and figure out how far out they are. Also, how fucked up are the other people, looks at Myra, how much of a fight are the other people gonna put up? We technically haven't knocked them out yet. I feel like we could.
1: Uh, Myra, you get a little, you have like a little like bracelet on and it just starts vibrating a bit and that's kind of a sign to you. Basically, like, it's go time.
2: So I guess I go meet them outside.
1: Okay, so you rush up upstairs? Yep. You get up there, and it's basically, like, more Union members than Riverside has seen in some time.
2: Excellent. Ooh,
5: we getting a Union resurgence?
1: Is my boyfriend here? Yeah, Alan Rickard's absolutely there. (gasps) Uh, Kevin Lewis is there, Betsy's there, um, and then just a bunch of, like, guards you've really never seen before, like, security personnel. Couple agents, couple like operatives. Uh basically I'd say it's probably a total of like fifteen guys.
4: Can we say that Brock followed? Sure. I take off the fucking motorcycle helmet, throw it to the ground. I hated all of that. I hated that whole character. Thank god. <laughs> I
2: probably should have said before I left, like, oh, they're here. I just sort of follow on a whim.
4: You
1: you've been up there for a little while by the time Laserhawk gets there. And basically Betsy's like, alright, what's the play?
2: Okay, so we've got Copycat, we've got Claw, we've got Sticky Steve, but I don't think he really wanted any part in this. Um, I think Sticky Steve is a good guy. I definitely think that Copycat was bullying people into sticking around against their will, so...
4: Heh, <laughs> sticking around. Heh.
2: <laughs> definitely lock him up good. Um, his ability is that he can replicate, so... Careful. Yeah, be careful.
4: few extra pairs of cops, Patsy. Oh. <laughs> You see
1: every agent has a pair of cuffs with them, so you've got, like, 15 guys with power dampening cuffs.
2: Perfect.
3: So, uh, head down, grip them, grip them. Should we, like, to, like, keep our cover in case we ever need these, like, identities again pretend to be, like, arrested with the rest of them? Nah.
4: You can just make a new identity. Oh, fuck that. Brock's taking off all the Midnight Neon shit. I'm just Laserhawk again. Yeah, are you, are you leading the charge then, HyperX?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, because I'm not keeping my cover, like, that's- that was the whole point, so... That's true.
1: When you say, basically, like, that you're about to head back down, Betsy flips open a, a briefcase, and your Hyperact suits inside. <gasps> I've
2: missed this!
1: I, I imagine you do one of those quick, like, changes. Yes. And, yeah, you're coming back down. It's 15 agents and Laserhawk and Hyperact. The guards are starting to, like, you know, take defensive positions. There's people start. there's, like, gunfire starting. Like, it's it's breaking out into a bit of a fight.
3: Oh, one of them is Rickard, right? Yes. He's near me, and I, like, take my hood down with still the domino mask, and I just kind of whisper, hey, babe.
1: <laughs> uh, I think he has to grab you when you do that, though, because someone starts firing. He, like, grabs you, spins around, so you're behind a corner together.
2: How romantic.
1: <laughs> he leans out with his pistol and starts firing down at the person who shot at you.
3: And then can I just say, I drop an amble on that person. Hell Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, uh, Yartrav and L both left before things went down.
4: Hornet's gone, right? Hornet left, yeah, before all this went down, too. Okay. I want to punch Vapor Kappa again. I don't care if he's still knocked out.
1: Yeah, he's, like, he was literally, like, in a hospital bed style, like, just in the medicare- medical area. Uh, he's, like, awake, but barely. He's got, like, you know, Ivy strapped up to him.
4: Can I say that, like, before I walk in there, I ask like a guard for his power dampening cuffs? Sure. I would like to walk in while he's still all woozy, slap the cuffs on him before he can even realize what's happening. With the cuffs, kind of yank him like right face to face to me. I told you I was gonna put you behind bars, you motherfucker.
1: Well, you got me this time, Laserhawk. About fucking. Alright, so you've captured him. Uh, Hyperact, what are you doing?
2: I have my own pair of power dampening cuffs, and I put them on copycat. This is for flow.
1: The cuffs turn on, the energy kind of drain out of him, and he goes, I knew I should have trusted you. Uh, Yardak, what are you doing then?
5: Spit out some water globules from my wrists, a la a certain arachnid-equipped person, and like, help Union and like, kind of go like and, like, get some of the guys who are shooting.
1: Um, so yeah, you're helping to take down some of the guards, making it an easier time.
3: And I'm imagining I'm dropping <laughs> anvils on more guards, not just the one.
1: Yeah, 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 like, you're both, like, basically, you're storming this whole facility. You're taking people into custody. You see Claw and Sticky Steve kind of being let out in cuffs.
2: Oh, Sticky Steve! I'm gonna say, go easy on that one. He didn't really want to be here. Nightlight, you ride us out to the fucking feds? Fun fact, I am the feds. What the fuck? <laughs> it's
4: okay, Jack Denny. If you ever get out, I would actually really like to have you around the laser eye. You seem like a good kid. You're useful.
1: And he just looks like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, eventually then it all kind of settles down. Everyone's loaded into the vans who's been captured. Kevin Lewis walks up to you, Myra. Reaches out and shakes your hand. Congratulations, Hyperact. Job well done. Thanks. And Betsy comes in and gives you a handshake as well.
2: I really appreciate the efforts to get me out.
4: Yeah, I know
5: nothing better than you. I'm always down to party. Thanks back on the R-Trav situation.
3: Of course, we're, I'll always be there for you. Duh.
1: I think we have uh, another mission gearing up that we're going to want your assistance on, but you've put in a lot of time on this. So I'd, I, I want to give you a little bit of time to spend in Riverside for the next couple of days. We'll want to see an alpha base.
2: Okay, see you then.
4: Well, I'd say that this is a cause for celebration. Tell me, do these knuckle fox go to Jack's with you, or is that a newer thing?
2: Where the mozzarella sticks are?
4: Yes. Well, yeah,
2: Brock's gonna suggest that we go get loaded.
1: Loaded
4: potato
2: skins! <laughs> <laughs> Works for
1: me. So yeah, what do you do with your couple days in Riverside, Myra?
2: I want to catch up with my siblings, more so my brother, because I heard that he went on some adventures while I was away.
3: Because I don't think Myra actually met uh, Agent Alan Rickard that much. That Ruby has like has her come meet
2: Rickard, and maybe has Bethany come with them too. Because I'm like, I want to be like, meet my boyfriend. Oh yeah, if I'm invited somewhere, I'll definitely do that.
4: We should have a day where we meet up at Jack's, during the day specifically, where Ruby brings Rickard. And you know what? I like you, Myra. You're allowed to meet my precious baby boy.
2: <gasps> okay.
1: Hi, uh, my name's Carl.
2: <laughs> Hi, Carl, I'm Myra. <laughs> nice to meet you.
4: How do you know my dad? Just so what about work friends, kid. Oh, okay, cool. Dad, what do you do for work now? All sorts of crazy shit. I'll tell you when you're older. Okay. Um In the back of my head, probably sooner than I care for, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How old is he supposed to be?
1: Uh like fourteen. Old enough to have powers soon. Oh.
3: Uh and I'm gonna I, I invite like Bethany too.
1: And uh I think Bethany runs up and hugs you and goes, Myra, oh my god, it's been so long. I know. I'm so excited to catch up. Um can I snap a pic? Are you are you on social?
2: Am I on social?
1: It's basically the amalgamation social network that, that bought out Twitter and Facebook and all the others. And TikTok and...
2: Sure,
3: let's take a selfie. Bethany has become like a social influencer, by the way.
4: What I understand, she makes like hero fan cams and reviews Oreo cookies.
2: Well, she does definitely post footage of us. Yeah,
1: she's definitely made a uh, visual aid fan cam.
2: Oh, and send me that picture so I can have it too.
1: So you all get together... And hang out at a a beautiful day at Jack's. It's been a long time, obviously, Myra, since you've been there. Jack doesn't say it, but he kind of, because he knows about the other secret identities now, he has some theories about you, because he's heard that Hyperact is back in town.
3: Okay. I don't sure if you have established this, but I'd imagine there's like a picture of Austin on the wall.
4: Oh, there definitely is.
3: Any idea what your next mission is?
4: Not a clue. It's okay, I got my boy distracted at the Pac-Man machine.
3: Well it was fun working together again I hope this one doesn't keep you
2: away for as long And I definitely hope It's not as involved <laughs>
5: Honestly this time we gotta have Some kind of communication
4: Alright Can now remember the red ghost is the Aggressive one
1: <laughs> Are you running To alpha base or are you gonna have them Yeah. It'll
5: be faster than getting on a plane And going there
1: Well cause last time she took a vulture craft
2: Oh well if they have one prepped I'm not gonna turn it down
1: they have it prepped and ready to go. There's like a rooftop, uh, like a hospital landing pad that they have it prepped on, ready for you when you're ready.
4: Well, if it's a rooftop, rocks there. Nah. we will see you off, kid.
1: Carl's mom comes and collects him. Mo kind of just decide- tags along a bit.
4: I
5: know you came to us for this one, but don't forget, we can always come to you for one of yours.
2: I might take you up on that.
4: Heard a lot about you over the years, kid. It's a pleasure to finally work with you. Nice to out my hands. You've earned my respect.
2: And I shake it. And then I give anyone else who is a hugging person a hug. I just like
3: run up and hug you. And I was like, you were not allowed to go away for that long again. Yeah, Brock slunks back
4: in the shadows once people start hugging.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I figured.
1: And you load up onto the vulture craft, which has its autopilot set. And everyone watches as it vertically lifts south into the sky and takes off heading westward.
2: Bye. I wave as long as I'm visible.
5: Just like picturing her like in the window, just hand to the glass. <laughs> Very sad. Like listening to "Come Clean" by Hillary Duff as she cries.
0: Chapter sixty-seven, maybe the Clash Club, part three. Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds, third edition, by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. Be sure to check out our Ko-Fi if you're interested in helping the show grow. That's ko-fi.com com slash MayhemCast. This episode was written, produced, and finally given a little vacation time by our game master, R.C. Byler, with production assistance by myself, Pope Brandon Brownson. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on Podchaser.com. Our logo art is by Jen Evans, and our font is by A.J. Eisen. Music for the episode was done by myself, Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com.
2: Job team
3: yay Mm -hmm.
4: no can we call it the hyper arc chapter
2: 63
4: (laughs) 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 uh so
1: yeah what did everybody think
2: i thought that was fun
4: that was fucking fun i'm yeah the big fight was fucking fun
3: Mm -hmm.
4: i'm so happy i got to share an arc with you finally sama
3: Yay! It's been too long!
2: My favorite part was just dropping in. My favorite part was Sticky Steve.
4: Also, RC, I better have a Sticky Steve in my inbox soon. I want Sticky Steve at my hut. Sticky Steve is getting arrested! That's fine. In two to three seasons, I want him out on probation, and I'll hook him up with a job. As a hut cleaning person.
2: Because we've always talked about this. I think I found it some good use for my illusion powers.
1: Yeah, honestly.
2: I really like teaming up with Yardak because it didn't occur to me until I saw Run on Water and I'm like...
5: Yeah, exactly. And I was like, fuck yeah, I don't care what kind of fatigue I get.
2: <laughs> if if I have another cameo at any point, I can run up walls. So we could, I could also probably team up with Ruby somehow. Ooh, I also
5: kind of picture management as almost like... J.K. Simmons as, uh, what's-his-face from Spider-Man?
3: J. Jordan Jameson.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm way the fuck off. I was imagining a dude for Pawn Stars this whole time. Actually, no, Pawn Stars is perfect.
1: Yeah, the guy from Pawn Stars is perfect. <sighs>
5: I'm
4: Rick Knox. Welcome to my human trafficking
5: ring. Went to go collect her $3,000. Think it's best I can do is 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs>